0: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, a school bus driver has a narrow escape when a huge tree crushes the front of his bus in Homantin One of the mainland's largest online music tutoring platforms shuts down, leaving dozens of Hong Kong parents out of pocket. And the Consumer Council receives dozens of complaints from cake lovers who'd bought vouchers from cake shop chain Crostini, which has also gone bust. A school bus driver has suffered a minor wrist injury when a huge tree crushed the front of his vehicle in Holmantin this morning. The incident happened at about 7.40 outside the Hopyat Church School on Perth Street. Reports say no students were on the bus at the time, but the school bus and a private car next to it were badly damaged. The bus driver said he didn't hear anything before the tree fell. The chief executive of the Conservancy Association, Ken So, says this suggests the tree was completely rotten. Based on his on-site observation, he said he suspects it fell because its roots might have been rotten for a few years.
1: The tree's roots have a very serious decay. So uh, actually there's no big root that can uh, provide the anchorage for the tree. And the tree actually is slightly lean to the row, and the height is maybe over 15 metres. So with that weight and very poor anchorage at the roots, eventually the tree fell if there's some sound wood, when the tree fell you would hear that some clack clack sounds but if there's no sound that means it's completely rotten it's
0: brittle mr so said the species delonix regia known as the flame tree is common in hong kong and its risk of failure is higher than that of other species As another flame tree fell on the same street in 2015, he said trees along the same street may have a similar high risk. Mr So noted that repairs to that stretch of road might also have weakened the roots of the tree. He said normal tree inspection is not enough as internal decay cannot be observed easily.
1: We can use internal decay inspection equipment. We call it resistograph. That is a drill-like equipment. When we drill that into the trunk, we can see the integrity of the wood. So maybe we can use some parameters. For example, this tree species, the longest regia, this size of tree, along roadside with many, we call it targets, uh, that can be hit. Then we can carry out this kind of inspection.
0: A mainland music tutoring platform has shut down, leaving over 30 parents from Hong Kong helpless, as they'd spent a total of $900,000 on prepaid classes. VIP Pei was one of the largest online platforms on the mainland offering classes teaching children to play musical instruments, and was endorsed by the well-known Chinese pianist Lang Lang. The Federation of Trade Unions says they've received complaints from 33 parents since the platform ceased operations in June. One of the complaints was from a parent who'd prepaid $250,000 for online classes. The union's lawmaker, Bill Tang, says it's difficult to claim back the money, as this is a cross-border issue.
1: We are highly concerned of such a campaign because I observed the pre-trade service is very high risk. If such service or such company is a cross-bordering, the risk is relatively high. So we urge the government, not only in Hong Kong, but also we hope the mainland China central government can also make the concern on such complaint to protect our consumer and our parents' rights.
0: The Consumer Council says it's received 34 complaints relating to the closure of the cake shop chain Crostini. Some complainants said they'd bought vouchers worth more than $3,000 from the company. In one case, a consumer bought 350 vouchers worth more than $10,000. The chain, which had about a dozen cake shops, said its business had been seriously affected by the COVID pandemic. Legislator Chan Hong is urging the government to act quickly to prevent a wave of food outlet closures. A catering representative has said that after a three-month rent moratorium ended in July, landlords have been chasing tenants for outstanding payments. Mr Chan told RTHK the government should offer incentives to landlords to defer or reduce rental payments to prevent a domino effect of shops shutting down.
1: I have reminded the government that when the rent grace period ends, many shops may face the risk of being forced to shut down, since they will be asked to pay for multiple outstanding rents at once. The government should not rely on the bill, and after the bill is cassette, do nothing else, they should do something. And I would urge the government to offer tax cuts for landlords, as an example, who were willing to exempt tenants from immediate payment of overdue rents and to extend its interest-free loan program for the property owners who rely on rent payments.
0: Turning overseas, the national police in Ukraine say they found evidence of mass graves around the recently liberated city of izyum the city in the northeast of the country had been under Russian occupation for five months. The chief of police for the Kharkiv region told the BBC more than 400 bodies were thought to have been buried in Izium, and officers would begin exhumations today. Ukraine's president Volodymyr Zelensky highlighted the discovery during his nightly address. We want the world to know what's really happening and what the Russian occupation has led to. Butcher, Mariupol, now, unfortunately... Resume. Russia leaves death everywhere, and it must be held accountable for that. The world must hold Russia to real account for this war. We'll do everything for this. Meanwhile, the White House says President Biden has approved 600 million US dollars of additional military aid to Ukraine. The latest announcement comes a week after the US said it would provide nearly 2.7 billion dollars of new aid for Ukraine, including 675 million dollars in weapons for Ukraine. Washington has announced more than 15 billion US dollars in military aid to Kyiv since the Russian assault began. Back home, President Biden has unveiled a series of measures aimed at countering hate fueled violence in the United States. Speaking at a summit at the White House, Mr. Biden said the aim was to foster stronger communities through national service and not to allow white supremacists to have the last word. We need to say clearly and forcefully: white supremacy, all forms of hate fueled by violence, have no place in America. Fair to call it out is complicity. We can't remain silent. There's those who say we bring this up, we just divide the country. Bring it up, we silence it instead of remaining silent, For in silence, wounds deepen. We have to face the good, the bad, and the truth. That's what great nations do. The initiatives aim to bring the public into schemes that will encourage social cohesion as well as implementing training to improve the reporting of hate fueled violence. Earlier, the White House described the transfer of migrants arriving in Texas and Florida to Democratic-led areas as a deeply alarming stunt. Uh, the Republican Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, said he ordered about 50 undocumented Venezuelan migrants to be flown to the wealthy district of Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts a Democratic stronghold. The White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said Republicans were using innocent children as pawns to score political points.
1: There's a process in place. Uh, we have had a process in place. There's a legal way of doing this. And uh, for managing migrants, Republican governors interfering in that process and using migrants as political pawns is, uh, is shameful, is reckless and just plain wrong.
0: Two buses also deposited dozens of migrants in front of the Washington residence of Vice President Kamala Harris, the latest such move by Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott. The parole board in the U.S. state of Texas has formally rejected a posthumous pardon for George Floyd, the black man murdered by a white police officer in Minneapolis in 2020. The decision comes 11 months after the board had initially and unanimously recommended the pardon. BBC's Paddy Maguire reports. In 2004, George Floyd was convicted of a minor drug offence in Houston, Texas. He served ten months in jail based on the sole testimony of Gerald Goins, a policeman who 15 years later was at the centre of a botched drugs raid that left two people dead. As a result of that case, Goins was investigated for repeatedly falsifying evidence and giving false testimony to secure drug convictions. A review of nearly 70 cases has so far led to several sentences being over. Turned. On that basis, his lawyer appealed for clemency. In October 2021, the parole board agreed, but later rescinded that decision, citing procedural errors. This latest decision formalises that rejection. A judge in Buenos Aires has charged a man and his girlfriend with trying to kill Argentina's vice president, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, two weeks ago. Fernando Sabag Montiel and Brenda Uliarte deny any involvement in the attack. The BBC's Leonardo Rocha has this report.
2: The incident happened when Ms. Fernandez de Kechner met supporters outside her home in the Argentine capital, Buenos Aires. Video footage of the incident shows a man pointing a gun towards Ms. Kechner's face. The gun doesn't go off and the man is quickly overwhelmed by the security guards. Mr. Sabag Montiel, who's 35, was arrested on the spot and Ms. Uliarte was detained three days later, accused of planning the attack with him. In her first comments since the attack, Ms. Fernandez de Kirchner said she was alive thanks to God and the Virgin Mary.
0: To sports, where one of the greatest tennis players of all time has announced his retirement. Championship point Federer, Cilic into the net, and Federer has around 20 Grand Slam titles. Roger Federer will leave top-level tennis after the Labour Cup tournament in London later this month. The 20-time Grand Slam champion announced his retirement through an audio message on Twitter.
2: As many of you know, the past three years have presented me with challenges in the form of injuries and surgeries. I've worked hard to return to full competitive form, but I also know my body's capacities and limits and its message to me lately has been clear. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt, and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career.
0: Federer ranks third of all time in men's Grand Slam singles titles, trailing only Rafa Nadal's 22 and Novak Djokovic's 21. Ben Rothenberg is the editor of Racket Magazine.
1: It's a huge moment for tennis for sure. It's really the end of an era of Roger Federer, who has been the biggest star in men's tennis, certainly for pretty much all of his career, dating back to probably his first Wimbledon title in 2003. It's incredible you know legion of fans who really worshipped him formed very quickly and very adamantly and he was uh, a bedrock of the sport through decades of, of the sport and really inspired people in a way that we haven't seen a tennis player do before and especially also coming on the heels of Serena Williams's recent retirement and what she said would be her final tournament at the U.S. Open earlier this month it's a sort of one-two punch of two of the all-time greats of the sport stepping away in very short succession.
0: Now we turn to football, where goals from Jadon Sancho and Cristiano Ronaldo have given Manchester United their first win in this season's Europa League. They beat Sheriff Tiraspol 2-0 in Moldova, watched by the BBC's John Akers.
1: They are up and running in Group E after their defeat to Real Sociedad last week, and it was comfortable. Sancho, left out by England, got them off to a really good start. Ronaldo made it two. It was
0: a penalty. Dallo brought down, dispatched it straight down the middle. His first goal of the season, and is 699th in all. Several Manchester United players got a run out against a team who beat Real Madrid, don't forget in the group stages of the Champions League last season at the Bernabeu. So it was a banana skin, but Manchester United have avoided it. Real Sociedad topped the group after beating Omonia Nicosia 2-1 to make it two wins from two. Feyenoord was 6-0 winners at home to Sturm Graz, Eti thrashed Lazio 5-1 in Denmark. Also in Denmark, West Ham came from behind to beat Silkeborg 3-2 in the Europa Conference League. In other football news, England manager Gareth Southgate has called up Ivan Toney for the Nations League games against Italy and Germany this month. The uncapped Brentford forward has five goals in six Premier League games this season. Here's the BBC's John Murray the important thing about this squad is this is Gareth Southgate's last squad selection before he has to finalise his plans for the World Cup in Qatar, which begins eight weeks today. So for Ivan Tony to receive a call-up now in the last squad before the 26 will be named, I mean, he has burst right into contention here. And he has got a chance of going to the World Cup with England, which is uh, quite a story. Goalkeeper Ben Henderson, defenders Ben Chilwell and Eric Dyer have all been recalled. There's also a place for Harry Maguire, despite the, his being relegated to the subs bench at Manchester United. To the weather forecast. It'll be mainly fine and dry, apart from some haze. Very hot again this afternoon and winds will be light. The outlook persistently very hot in the next few days, but it'll be windier with a few showers midweek next week and temperatures will fall slightly. Currently the observatory, 32 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity at 56%. And please be advised, the very red fire danger and very hot weather warnings are both currently in force. To end the news, the top stories once again. A school bus driver has a narrow escape when a huge tree crushes the front of his bus in Homantin, One of the mainland's largest online music tutoring platforms shuts down, leaving dozens of Hong Kong parents out of pocket. And the Consumer Council receives dozens of complaints from cake lovers who bought vouchers from cake shop chain Crostini, which has also gone bust. The news from RTHK.
2: On your radio and live online, this is The Brew Till Two. from the grocery. Now you belong to heaven. Music was all Casma Coombs and Belong to Heaven here on Radio 3, nearly 20 past one. It's the second bit of today's brew. Very shortly, we're going to nip off and meet Danny Hicks for this week's Sports and All. He will be waiting for you on Facebook Live. <laughs> Meantime, it's the Stereophonics pick apart that's new. Sticking around with you until two o'clock this afternoon. After the news, it's Steve time. Through until five. <laughs>